All right, let's get serious for a moment. I know we're here to save the world and entertain everybody and be positive, but I'm pissed right now, bro. Because I can't get the thought out of my head of something that really pisses me off. Bring it. I'll tell you exactly what it is. When people sit down, they're handed menus, and they push everything in front of them. Plate, glass, water glass, wine glass, knife, fork. If it's a fancier restaurant, a bread plate, bread knife, they push everything away from them to make room to put that menu flat in front of them. Why can't you hold the damn menu in your hands like a human being? What, what are we putting, rocks in the menus? What are these menus weigh 38 pounds each? You can't hold a menu. You can't suspend it for two seconds. Use 0.2% of your muscle to hold a menu up for two seconds. You can't do that. Why you got to push everything away from you? Do you know why it hurts me more? Because you know how I perfectly align that silverware. And I put it about one inch perfectly away from the edge yeah. so that if you put the menu on top of it, it won't fall because of the vibration of the table. Yeah, but you're so when you push mind. all that other way, you're like... You take a little bit of my soul. Yeah, you? but you're out of your mind. And now, now that I've thought about this, I think I might be out of my mind as well. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome to the Fancy Bear Podcast, where we talk all things restaurants. I'm one of your hosts, Adrian. I'm your other host, Ed. I'm excited about today's topic. Let's go. Today we talk about how to deal with guests being rude, whether they're being rude for a justified reason and you really need to employ your hospitality skills and your patience because you want the guests to have a good time. They're mad about something that they should be mad about. Or the other side of that coin, how do you deal with guests that are being rude when they really have no reason to be rude? My favorite. I'm going to get into that when we get into it, but go ahead. Start with the first part. I try to deal with all my tables in all situations the same way. I have this little one, two step, right? And it's stop, listen, apologize, solve, and follow up. The key to service in my experience, is acknowledgement. Guests just want to be acknowledged. When you stop what you're doing, and they realize, and they see that, and you listen to them, and you repeat what they said to you, and you apologize for the situation, regardless of whether it's your fault or not, hmm. you take it for the restaurant, for whatever the situation that happened, yeah. and you tell them, hey, this is how we're going to solve the issue. You go to your manager, if you need to go to the manager, right, obviously, right, and, right. and then you follow up, and you say, hey, just make sure that <clears throat> everything happened the way that it did. So when you follow those steps in any situation, almost every time it's going to get you out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not something that, mm-hmm. again, acknowledge, stop, listen, apologize, solve, and follow up. And between the solve and follow up is where you have to either involve a manager or not. Most of the time you still want to let them know what's inspired on the table and then so that they're aware of it. Yeah. You know, and make that decision as a team. From our standpoint, from the server standpoint, you want to really just not shy away from that confrontation. I mean, you have to be, I mean, it sounds kind of goofy, but you have to be a little brave, right? To face an upset person and acknowledge their issue. You can't shy away from it because then if you do, then it becomes stronger. Mm -hmm. You got to kind of just stand in front of it and be willing to say to yourself, even before your shift starts, not everything's going to go well. Sometimes things are going to happen because again, there's people involved. And as soon as people are involved, nothing is simple anymore. So I think, I mean, absolutely. I mean, in, in terms of the guest perspective too, I, I don't I don't want guests to feel that, you know, this is just a, some kind of black and white solution. It isn't black and white. Most importantly, we, I mean, guests need to understand that if they're upset for a reason that anybody would be upset, upset over, any restaurant employee is going to want to do what they can do to make you feel better. 
Of course. <clears throat> it is our duty. It's what we do. Right. A part of our job, which is not a part that everybody likes, is that in a way you have to either demean ourselves or embarrass ourselves or take it for something that wasn't our fault. But, you yeah. know, we, it, we have to take it. And especially yeah. when it's your fault, you got to be able to say, I apologize. That was my mistake. Of course, I'm going to. Of course, don't 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 hide and don't well, hide behind snowballs. the kitchen. Don't hide behind the manager. Just take it. Like I apologize for the inconvenience. Because then it snowballs. It, exactly. If it, it was bad. your fault, just say this might be my fault. I'm going to do this this way. Would that be okay with you? And then I'll be it. honest with you. I I didn't always do that. I tried to finagle some way to solve the issue or let it linger and hope that it went away on its own. But sometimes it works. Sometimes for some reason, a guest will get distracted that used to be upset and then they'll move on and then the night will progress and everything will end eventually. Yeah. But it has bitten me in the ass where you kind of try to hide something under the blanket and then it gets, it, it creeps up on you. <laughs> now more than ever, of course, I've found that just confronting it, being sincere that you messed up, apologizing, promising that from here on things are only going to get better and you'll do everything to make sure that happens. Is the solution. When any situation happens, something might be taking a little while or you might have forgot to put yeah. a drink mm -hmm. or something Something happened that they didn't like. And now they're getting a little bit upset. Wait, wait, hold on. But do they have a reason to actually be upset, but they're just overreacting? They're being a little too aggressive? Let's say I forgot to put a drink. Right? Okay. And I say, I apologize. They're like, oh, excuse me, what's my drink? And I'm like, I apologize. Yeah. That's, that was my fault. It happens all the time. I didn't put that in. I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Mm -hmm. And then... This has happened to me. The guest in front of me is like, oh, well, it's too long. That, the drink's going to be free. Yeah. like, <laughs> All right, there, Papi Chulo. Take it easy. Like, all right, I'm not a bartender. We're busy. You, you know, it's, sometimes people don't understand the concept of other people. Mm -hmm. Like, we want to take care of you. We're a business. But we can't be a business if we only take care of you. You're not the only person sitting in the restaurant. And sometimes things just take long. But... What if they're getting aggressive is my question. What if a guest is upset because they didn't get a drink they ordered? Hey, listen, you're paying for that drink. You ordered it. It should have come in a reasonable amount of time. But let's say it's taking an absurd amount of time and that guest is getting upset, but then they get a little a little spicy. Then that's a, that's a blurry situation because I know why you're upset. I'm trying to empathize with you. Okay, I messed up. I didn't send the drink or I sent it, but it's still taking a long time because my bar is backed up. But they're getting aggressive. That's tricky. That's tricky. Can in that point, I think if a guest is too aggressive, then they're in the wrong. Okay, I'm sorry your margarita is taking way too long, but you're gonna live. You're not. You're not having. You're not going through shock right now. Take it easy. Relax. Of course, but when right? it, when it passes a certain time, you we try. It's not like we don't like we try to go to the bar and ask and see what's going on. Yeah. See if we can expedite it. Yeah. We go to the manager and say, "Listen, I gotta be honest. This drink has been taking X amount of time. Mm. Can we do something about it? Can we send them something? You know, or can you at least go and touch at the table? Because again, a manager goes in and acknowledges the guest yeah. situation. Yeah. That changes the whole. It's the power of the suit. Yeah, it's, it's the power of the suit. Acknowledgement, friend. That's all people. You think want. managers want to wear suits? On a restaurant floor, eight, nine, ten hours a day. No, they'd rather be wearing jeans and sneakers, even if it's a it's a restaurant that requires formal dress. But there is a psychological power about a person in a suit that will automatically make a guest feel like I've gotten a leader here to come acknowledge my issue. Yeah, and that makes me feel good. That brings me to something that really upsets me. 
What? When when it's the other way around. When when guests are trying to do things yeah. to make sure that you give them the extra care. I hate it when a guest says, "Oh, I'm gonna take care of you tonight. I'm a I'm gonna take good care of you. What's your name? What's your name? Oh, Adrian. Adrian, I'm gonna take care of you tonight." And the whole night passes. You have really creepy voices. You, yeah, no, I, I'm your full voices of are terrifying. And, he, and you know. You know, when they say that, you're like, listen, you're going to give me nothing. Listen to me. I am not the smartest man on the planet. There are a lot of things I am uncertain of, right? But there's one thing I'm positive of. A person who says to you, I'm going to take care of you. Like that? (laughs) Takes care of you. It's like they never take it's care like of it's like the whole opposite too. They never take it's like care the whole opposite. This one, it's, it's, it's not, this one's not as upsetting because it it, they it, never it, take it, care it, it heals the soul. It you know it feeds the soul a little bit. It doesn't yeah, pay your yeah. rent, but it feeds the soul. Whenever you go to a guest mm. and they're about to get up, mm-hmm. and you still haven't got you know you still haven't got the check that's from the table, right? It's already yeah. signed. You just yeah, haven't yeah, picked yeah, it up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the guy gets up and goes to you, oh. Thank you so much. You are the best server in the world. We loved it. Oh, oh my God. We so got to come back. What's your name? Can I request you? It's Can over. I have you next time? You know. It's You're over. like, that, that's going to be an empty chair. It's over. That is, that is the <laughs> definition of feeding the soul. Listen, a guest one time said to me, what's your name? And I said, Ed. I think I said Edwin, whatever. We're naming our next kid after you. <laughs> That's how good the service was. <laughs> he looked at his wife and they were like, I guess they were really good at joking with each other. They had like a really like stone cold straight face. Nice. We're naming our next kid after him. That's how good the damn service was. Listen to me. My life, I have never been so sure that that check was going to have no love <laughs> extra on it than that moment right there. But when it happens. Yeah. Oh my God. So when it happens. So let's flip it. It's a miracle. Let's flip the question. Let's flip the question. It's not really a flip, but it's adding a different dimension. Right. A guest is being rude or complaining because of something that they're obviously upset about, but it's not a justified reason. Something they're just being extra bratty about, extra picky about, but they're being very, very rude. I'll start off. I want you to answer it, (sighs) but I'm going to start this off by saying I love this situation because this is where this is where the freaks come out. This is where you use parts of your personality to really just dominate the table. Because when someone is being unreasonable and they're being rude, oh, that just gives me ammunition. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I got some, oh, I got some juicy no, stuff. No, you, no, you say you're going to start No, 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 no. I want you to start. I want you to start. Go ahead. Because uh, I'm still formulating it, how I want to express it. Yeah, these are, these are not easy guests. Mm. Again, I mm. try to acknowledge Sometimes I'd stop him, like, what's your name? And I was like, oh, my name is so-and-so. And I'm like, so-and-so, listen. I agree with that. I'm here to take care of you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do my best to do that. Mm -hmm. And I even go one step above because I expect the best, but prepare for the worst. Yeah, okay. So in most situations, very zen. that's why I always, I like to have my cheat sheet, which is this little paper that, of information that we have Mm -hmm. in the host stand with any possible information that the guests might have given us or that we add in throughout their experiences, you know, allergies, diet restrictions, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And something that I, I try to do is use a guest's last name. Uh, if they have an allergy, I let them know that I know about it so that they feel that, oh man, this guy like knows about me already. Like knows my name, knows my allergies, knows that I have a special location. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like 
way beforehand, just like softening all that and, and having them understand that, hey, I'm here to take care of you. Yeah. Like I already know. And, mm -hmm. and I just want you to relax. Let me drive. You mm -hmm. just sit back and enjoy. So people are control I, I, freaks. Yeah. And, and and you just want to let them know, hey, listen, you don't you don't need to control this. People are control freaks. You're in man. good hands. I'm gonna make this people, happen. Some some people panic when they feel like they're losing the reins of a of a situation. Oh my they're god. They're losing hold of control. They they panic. They freak out. But I mean, I'll be honest with you, that's the best way to eat. The best way to eat. Yeah. yeah we ate last night. We literally just told our server, as soon as we got his vibe, we said, hey, man, take over. Yeah. We had a great time, didn't we? Oh, fantastic time. I don't understand. Some people just walk in. They walk into a restaurant and they just can't relax. Like just, I mean, where do you, where do you, where, where, you're used to eating at gunpoint? Like sit down, relax. You could be a multimillionaire. You could be a billionaire. You could be this, the CEO of a, of a company. You're not at work, bro. You're not at work. I want you to sit down. I want you to enjoy yourself. Let somebody take care of you. I mean, well, I mean, come on. Let let that trauma go, or at least try. Let go of the reins. Sit down. Everything will be okay. Absolutely. Right now, let's do one more. One more. What? How often? No, no, no. I haven't answered the question. Oh, my, my apologies. Please go ahead. You're not very polite. <laughs> I love those situations. I don't mean to sound like a sadist, but if a guest is suffering. And they've really created that suffering out of nowhere, like, un, you know, with no justification. I'm talking about the guest who's being rude, who's being a little aggressive, and they're mad about something that you have no control over, the restaurant didn't do, they're just mad about something. They just came in on a war path. I love those tables. Because I can just, man, I, they've given me, they've opened the door for any attitude I feel is necessary. Of course, I'm talking about to a certain limit. Mm -hmm. A guest isn't going to give me an attitude. I'm not going to punch a guest in the face. Like, that's retarded. I'm not going to openly become vulgar with guests. I'm not going to, you know, tell them, you know, to your face, curse at them and stuff. But I am going to get a little aggressive because you're, you're creating this aggressive vibe and you've put yourself in a position where it's, it's you or me. And if you're being unreasonable and you're being a little aggressive, you got to get, uh, you got to get some pow pow. You got to get some pow pow. It's really that simple. You got to get, you got to get some backlash. You gotta get, you gotta get a whooping, in the respectable sense. So I love those tables because it gives you an opportunity to shine in a different way. The same way a table can sit down and expect great service, and you can tell these are diners, these are eaters. You want to impress them with sharp technical service. The table gets a little ratchet, a little unreasonable. Let's get crazy. <laughs> Let's get crazy. It is what it is. That's how I feel. Go ahead. It's it's, a, it's about how how do you say how do you say that. Uh, Subverting expectations? No. Surpassing. No, no, no. Not another, not another Latin edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really lost that one. What yeah. are you trying to say? Um, Let's get through this together. You know, for example, like when you're expecting something and then they do the other thing, it's... Like a, like a, sh a twist? A yeah. shock? Yeah. All right. And, and I guess that, that's, what, that's what sometimes it takes for a guest to come to you with an attitude and you're going to shock them with something. Shock them back into the Shock them back and they're like, oh, okay, I guess I can't be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't, I can't act like a dumbass. I guess so. Because, you know, this guy is not about to take it. I've never thought about it that way. But, yeah, it's sort of a sort of a like a subconscious kick in the ass mm -hmm. where a guest will just throw stuff out there. And then when they get it back and they get it with some, some power and mm -hmm. some authority, they go, whoa, whoa, all right. You check them back into reality. Mm -hmm. Welcome back. I want to take care of you, mm -hmm. but you have to let me take care of you. Yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. guess so. I, I never thought of it that way, but I guess naturally, whenever it 
has improved the situation, it's been because of something like that. Some yeah, kind of it's, it's, it's a little shock. Sometimes they're like, oh, why yeah, is yeah, my yeah, drink yeah. taking so long? And I'm like, I have a full restaurant, sir, and this place is hot. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Order some wine. You know, you don't want to wait for drinks? Mm-hmm. Order wine. No, and, and sometimes I even twist it. I say, I don't mind. What's the, what's the words are going to happen? You're going to sit here and look at this lady, this beautiful lady in the eyes a little longer? I mean, if you don't want to, I sit down. Yeah, you got to be. And they shut like, up. Yeah, and you got to be kind of like a behavioral psychologist sometimes. Yeah. Like, you have to gauge someone's attitude and be like, listen, man, you got to relax. Yeah. You got to take it easy. Yeah. yeah. I love when I do that. And the girl's like, yeah, why don't you look at me in my eyes and stuff? And I'm like, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm like, well, now it's in my team, baby. Now it's two against one. What are you going to do? Huh? You going to calm know. yourself down? No, you just sound now, like Now, speaking about like sex, though. Speaking about what? Speaking about sex, though, because I mentioned the lady and the guy. Oh, the sex of the guest. Like, okay. Would you say. That there's a difference when the difficult guest is a female or a, or a man, a male. You know what? This is where it get deep. You know what? This is a this is a this is an ocean deep question here. But I'm gonna try to just I'm gonna just I'm gonna stick to my guns and I'm gonna be like, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I think an upset guest is an upset guest, and depending on their sex, it has nothing to do with their expectation of like resolutions. I just think a pissed off guest is a pissed off guest. It's really that simple. I think it's a person problem. It's not a a sex problem. Because I've seen women who have been in situations, similar intensities of inconvenience, and a woman has reacted with a calmer head than a man has and vice versa. Absolutely. So it just happens. Yeah. This uh, just depends on, just depends on the person. I guess. I don't think so. I don't think nowadays it's like that because, because, Women come into restaurants and they they have power lunches, you know what I mean? A traditional suit guy kind of thing. No, bro. Women kick ass too, bro. Women oh, come course. into a restaurant and and they order big wine and they tip like monsters. Yeah. Guys come in and and four guys sit down and they have a hundred and twenty dollar lunch and they have four cards on the table. Somebody pick up the check. Somebody be a grown man, right? True. Women do that. Women come in with parties at ten. One woman is a is a badass. She's like, "These are my girls. These are my these are my friends. We're having dinner. Let's get some big wine." No, there's there's no there's no male female dinner as much as it used to be. So I think when a woman is pissed and a man is pissed, they can be equally pissed. It doesn't matter. I don't think it requires any different solution. Oh no, that definitely. Doesn't. I think the solution, the path to a solution, is the same depending on independent of sex. Doesn't make a difference. That's how I feel. True. But however, I feel that in my experience, I always try to do things in a like an order of succession, right? I say that succession. I like to take care of if there's kids on your table, that's the first thing you have to tackle. You, you just, you just got to be very proactive. You got to get some fries. And, and even, in, even in your welcome, even just saying welcome in, yeah. such and such, to X place, I'm going to get you started with some water. However, Forget about for the, the kids... Just want to let you know I have this on the menu. I have this. I can do this, this, Forget this, this. Forget about the water. And, and let me know. I can put that right, right now. Welcome. Welcome in. What are the kids eating? Let's yeah, get it like going. You just have to jump in. That might be. That's like service 101, though. You have to. That's and, service 101. And then after that, you want to take care of the elderly. The mom's oh. mom, like the grandpa, the grandma. You want, you want to take care of those immediately. If the host's mom has a good time, you, I, could, you could drop boiling water on the host. But you turn to the mom, you go... Ma, you good? Yeah. And she's going to look at her son she, or her daughter. She'll be like, ay, buenísimo. Why we, Why she have to be an abuela, though? Because she oh, she, 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 she's awesome. Because she's humble right, and awesome. Right. Okay. If she's having a good time, 
It doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter. And then after that, mm. then you want to take care of mom. Yeah. And after you take care of mom, don't worry about anybody else because if everybody isn't happy, if everyone else in that table is happy, I don't know, man. The one who's paying is happy. I don't know, man. No, <laughs> I I respectfully disagree with that last point. Go ahead. I want to make sure whoever's paying is happy. I'll tell you that much. If I can make the person paying happy and make all those other people happy, fine. But if I had to pick and choose, I'm doing mom and payer. Those are my those are my two targets right, right there. Right. Mom and payer. I mean, it depends on how big that table is. Obviously. If it's at 12 top, you know, you pick your battles. But this is something that a veteran told me once, and I've and, and it's been great too. He said, when you have a huge table, mm-hmm. identify the host. Once you know who the host is, you take care of the person who's at his left and the person who's at his right. Of course. You take care of those two, and everybody's gonna be like, oh man, this trick is so good. Oh, you're the one that picked this place. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna shower him. Or her with right. compliments. Exactly. And that person's going to, you feed their ego, you know, take you, care of you. Feed your, their ego, they feed your wallet. Yeah. It's really simple. When I have a big table, I establish contact with the host if there's a clear one before anything even starts. I introduce myself. I shake their hand. I say, I'm going to take care of everything. I give them confidence just so that you can already have some kind of connection with them. Of course. I only want to talk about one other thing that has really distracted me from this whole episode. Have you ever seen? Let's say someone's eating a steak, for example. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm nobody to judge. You eat your food any way you want. But if you stab your steak with your fork like this, and you hold it, and then you use the knife to cut around the stab, you got you to gotta eat in the dark. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> you know, like a, like a caveman, like a Neanderthal? What the hell is wrong with you? No one? Like, no if, one? You pull, like if you're pulling... The sword of King Arthur out of that steak. You know what I'm talking about? You know that grip, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you hold something like you're you're stabbing it down and they stab their fork directly down into their protein and then they hold it there and then they use a knife. Like, I don't feel bad for them. I feel bad for all the people that have to watch them eat throughout their lives. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, I mean, there's there's little discussions about how to hold a knife and a fork. Like, you can hold it like there's like two different ways. There's like a continental way and then there's like a different way but there's no caveman way as far as i know i've been thinking about that for a couple of days i feel mm-hmm. like a, i feel like a maniac i'm glad you were able to share i feel better now yeah i feel better now oh let's get with some side work talk to me now what would you want to tell our listeners and how to or what what they should prepare or try to do more that will help them in the situation you cannot avoid confrontation you have to be able to stand in front of people and accept the fact that sometimes they're going to be having a good time and that's your responsibility and sometimes they're not going to be having a great time and that's still your responsibility. Don't be afraid to talk to people if they're upset because if you avoid it, it gets stronger. Don't talk it under the carpet. Face it head on. Look at somebody in the eye. Do whatever you have to do to make that person understand that their issue is your issue and you'll do what you have to do to take care of it. Piggybacking on that, I would say, let's say you put in an order and they come out the way they wanted it and, you know, you do the whole thing. You stop, listen, apologize, solve, and you order, let's say the, the steak was overcooked and they're going to have another one. Mm-hmm. Don't not go to that table until they get that steak. No, just face it. Go there, make sure everything's still going well. Just 
don't don't ignore them. Don't ignore them. Because they're going to feel that. Acknowledge it. They're going to feel that. Acknowledge it. Don't be afraid. Acknowledge it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. And, you know, expect the best, but prepare for the worst. And if that guest gets their steak and they eat it like a cave person. Then they deserve that. Then they deserve to be remade. (laughs) Learn how to eat. Learn how to hold your silverware for the love of God. Or go to one of those restaurants where they turn all the lights off. Go to one of those so no one has to suffer. And let's try to change this up. If you're going to tell someone, I'm going to take care of you, don't forget to take care of them. Okay? Or name or name your next child after that. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. It's, I, I don't have anything else to say. I'm happy with that. I don't know. That feeds your soul, bro. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fancy Bread Podcast. That's our show. We hope to host you soon. Take care, everybody.